Welcome to Food Alchemy Network. You have embarked on a journey of unbelievable resources and talents and understanding. Your body thanks you. Your mind embraces you. And all your thoughts are trying, willing, and going into balance with self. Open that portal to the next galaxy, the next universe, the next dimension. Along this trip, our captain extraordinaire is Dr. Cicely D. D'Angelo. Allow her to guide you, introduce you, and embrace our guests with great resources from the unknown to the known to what we thought to remove the illusion that you have about yourself, your surroundings, and your vortex of the matrix of which you live. Let's go and embark on this journey. Food Alchemy Network. Dr. Cicely D'Angelo will be crooning and grooving with you along with her illustrious guests that she has presented on this luxury network of Food Alchemy Network. So without further ado, welcome to Food Alchemy Network and welcome our guest and our luxurious host, Dr. Cicely D'Angelo. Blessings. Love. Meditation. 
it's a orgasm meditation. It helps you manifest things as well. That is done and that people can do. That is why they do certain works of a lingam massage, also a yoni massage to release some of those energies that build up that the womb has basically been stagnant and not being able to release, you know, those energies in there. Sometimes it causes some medical problems for some women. Self-love is important because sometimes we don't love ourselves enough. That is um, very important. Um, It can cause some things like endometriosis, ovary cysts, fibroids, long menses. These are things that your body can actually engage in because you basically do not like or do not want the pleasures of being a woman or you having a hard time being a woman. These are some things that can happen that your body fights back. And a physical, because emotionally you're unhappy being a female, unhappy with your cycle. Um, People told you it was a chore to be a female. Some men are not happy being men. So they have some prostate issues, erectile dysfunction. They have things going on where it's not functioning at all, incontinence. Uh, they can actually get polyps. I mean, can you see how our physical and our emotional play a part on our body of letting the body expand and be open? When we shut down, other parts of our body start shutting down. So let's get back to the part of the orgasm. When you're orgasming and you have a good orgasm and it's from a proper place, you're able to open the chakra, the root chakra, and let go and let release, that it builds up slowly to each part to the second orgasm, to your solar plexus, to your heart. I mean, that's the energy that's building up the bubble, because that's what chakras are supposed to do. They're supposed to move, but when you're stagnant, it stops. So if it stops in the root and you have some issues around sex, some religious dogma around sex, uh, some guilty, some trauma around sex. These are things that will stop you from actually enjoying sex. It will actually just like, you go, you know, it goes down, it goes south. When you're thinking about chores, as a mother, you know, they go, as a father, you know, because you got all these responsibilities that makes your life, of sex and love just go out the window because all of these take prevalence in your body. So when you're able to express, it moves up. And some people, basically, their throat chakra when they're having sex, they're like, ah, 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 that little. Because in their mind or they've been taught, it's not pleasurable. It good girls don't enjoy sex. Bad girls with the bad names. Bad boys are out there putting it in everything. Bad boys, you know, they don't know that it's just appropriate. Like all these labels that society has put there for the person or beings to accept that 
society has accepted, has gotten away from. When you're opening up and you're able to reach orgasm and able to express your throat, the energy expands, your body expands, the love expands, and you that you that you're able to vocalize that energy from that orgasm. That when you're able to do that, it goes up into your next chakra, your third eye. You're able to see outside of the perspective of the here and the physical when you're actually enjoying it. Every part of the chakra is engaged. So, you know, you want that. That is just so important. So you open that third eye and it becomes expanded. And you see out of just not in the physical form, but you see in the esoteric level as well. You're able to bring in that energy of love and harvest it into the body. And then when you bring it up out through the crown, I mean, wow, 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 wow. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's amazing. It's great. It's just like make your hair stand up of that kind of good orgasm and connection with every chakra that's going around in that body from head to toe. And let me tell you, there's different types of orgasms that you can have, female as well as male. There is a little orgasm where your body, you just feel it and it stops. And there's another level where you're able to express and feel. Another level where it beads up and the body shakes. Another level where it is just you, if you're doing it with yourself, just saying, you're able to, like, shoot out energy out yourself when you're having that orgasm. And when you're with a partner, there's different positions that you can do that actually energy goes back and forward, back and forward, that you run it through each other, that y'all become one. It's not just about that physical. It's very spiritual moment when you're coming together and it, you're just there. You become one. It, it's basically when you're having, it's a union. Union means one, and you're becoming one when you're engaging in that, that experience, that time. It it flows. It engages. And this is the best time to start doing your manifesting of what you want when you're in that state. Because, you know, um, females at this stage, they can actually ejaculate. But not all females ejaculate, or I should say quirk. It's a real thing. It does happen. Some females do work, as well as men. Men can have, like, let's talk about their ejaculation. They have different types as well. They can do a little, like, you know, just a little bit, a pre-com. That's an ejaculating, too, to where they're, like, coming, their ejaculation, that they're calming hard and fast, or their ejaculation where it's like, and I mean, it's a lot, 
And some men actually keep, like, they shake and they're still ejaculating. And they can ejaculate for a while. And then they're like, these are different tones to having sex because everybody thinks it's one way, but it's not. And also, there's different ways. Men have different types of ejaculation. Females have different types of anorex that comes out of them when they squirt. Certain men have, it's, it could be thin to thick. Some of it can have a different smell to a fruity smell to a very uh, musty smell. Some women, it like when you ejaculate, because it comes out of the same urethra that you actually urinate out, you might get a little urine in there, and I mean a little. There are, this is not the golden shower kind of situation. There is because it, it mixed up. And there's been studies that have been done that certain women, when they squirt, when it's done, it comes out a different part of the body, but it came, comes through the same pipe. And we need to be aware of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you can tell the difference between a female ejaculation. And like I said, their ejaculation is different. Some could be, like I said, like water. Some of it can be thick, just like men. It's an ejaculation. It's expressing. It's coming. It's from the body. It's a buildup. Now, I know some experts are, they are going to argue with me, but my friend that was a tantra senior tantra teacher for years did a study and uh, told me about it because we had talked about emerita, um, emerita for people out there. Um, female fluid. And it's, let's just want to put that out there so people know. Okay, female fluid. So it, it's, it's the nectar. Some guys would say it's the nectar. It's the honey. It's, it's really awesome for some people. And it's not that golden shower. Like somebody's not urinating on you. And some people getting back to the story, I thought it was, but my girlfriend, Shama, she's, rest her soul, she's in transition. She did a study where they catheterized her as she had a um, squirting episode or squirting as pleasure. And they got to see that the fluid was different than it was from the urine. And that was studies that was done. She participated and other people did because she was a senior tantra teacher. So she really took herself really serious. And I I love her that because we talked about that. There are different classes that you can take for women to learn how to squirt. Uh, and men, it, it's good to get your partner, if that is a fantasy of yours, to see a female squirt or your woman's squirt, it's about learning the body. And this is very important as well. Women, you need to take care of your body. You need to take care and understand you're not supposed to put a whole bunch of stuff up there, that fancy stuff they tell you with the flowers, with the this, with the that. That's not supposed to be up there. You, you, you have your yoni is not supposed to smell like flour. Can 
if and be fruity and balanced if you do your diet right. So when you are secreting and having orgasm, you will have that kind of aroma. Um, some men or some girl was saying that her guy said she was she was fishy down there. So she got to the point she was always washing, 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 that she overwashed and she threw off her pH balance. Because sometimes you can clean so much the vajet, the yoni, that it throws the pH balance off, okay? It can throw the pH balance off. And men, some men have dirty, dirty penises, okay? Some of them do not know that they have to wash their penis properly. They don't know to pull that skin back and wash around it and make sure it's clean because that can have an odor and also can cause them to have an infection. And guess what, ladies? When they introduce that dirty lingam into you, you can get a urinary infection and other things and yeast and uh, a multitude of things because they're not taking care of their penis which is very important. Ladies need to take care of their body properly and appropriately and learn. Women, when our vagina is self-cleaning, but there are some things that you can do to get in balance. You can do also some things to get it going great. There are some steams. There are some yoni steams. There are other things to get you in balance, get it nice, get it in shape. There's also, you know, there are douches that you can use that are not going to cause you to have a problem. And I don't mean that flowery stuff. I don't mean where it's going to strip you. It's going to go natural with the body. And there's also different kinds of other things that we can talk about at another time that I work with my ladies to get your lady parts in check and in balance and make you feel great that you're not worried that some of the things, even that we take for yeast infection, are not good for the body and they cause your body to fight back. This is very important that we forgot. You're taking that monostat, you're sticking that up there, and all those kids cannot have sex. I mean, there's another way. Um, there's different ways you change your diet so you're not introducing and having all the sheets build up and all these infections because some of this is already in our body and it just basically overworks itself for the yeast to even go even further, if you know what I mean. So I just, you know, want to give you some things out there. And when you introduce your mate, this might be a way to be engaging with the person, your partner, whoever, or partners of taking a shower and washing and cleaning together. And you maybe take the four, the foreskin and move it back and clean it off gently, you know, and whatever. And men, take your hands and go down there and wash and go in there and wash around the clit and everything and get the debris if there's debris or anything and, and the juices from the day. That is and is a nice massage that you're actually getting from your partner. And it's helping you and it's it's a little bit of a foreplay. You know, what do you know 
about the right, uh, ooh, the sexual uh, zone in your mate or your significant other. What makes them tick and what makes them giggle? Everybody's erogenous zone is not the same. It might be somebody's ear. It might be somebody's, like, in the crick of their neck. It might be the shoulder. It might be in the middle of the back. It might be before the the bun, before the bun, up on the curve. It might be the back of somebody's knee. These are different zones you need to check and feel about the person that you're with to discover what it is. And I'm not talking about anything. This is about body discovery. This is also a method that is done of retracing the body and actually feeling the energy when you're coming together and understanding how the body is working and sending out energy. And if it's stagnant and you're an energy worker, you're able to move some of that energy and make it unstagnant and just get it with that. As using some extra Reiki, using some prana, using some Muna Aiki, using whatever energy work to move that energy out the body that is stagnant and make it start going around. Did you know your chakras can actually go in the opposite direction towards your body? You're going to have one going around and the other one going around. See how confusing it goes? Whoa. You see? <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you some things. So doing that to your partner and actually loosen up and fixing the hand, that is even eternal. Doing reflex. Allergy is also very sensual. Not only in the hands reflexology, doing it on the feet and understanding. And when you're doing this on one another, you can actually feel a part of organ. Your hands, your feet are a map to your body. Your ear is a map to your body. If something is not right, your body will tell. Your eyes is a map to your organs in your body. Every part is a replica of another part that tells you what is off balance in your body. I know, like, what? Yeah. So doing these different things and connecting with your partner and understanding what is good for you and actually what a prostate massage is for a man and how to execute it correctly without hurting your man is very important. And doing that actually brings balance and circulation to him and his body that it runs a beautiful course. These are just some things we need to really think about, as well as your woman doing a yoni massage, massaging and actually doing the work actually helps that body part come in balance and bring circulation and blood to where it might have been stagnant. It also might have made her cycle not come, made her cycle just be or a problem. So hormones play a big part. So health plays a big part that we basically 
forgot about that. If you're off balance on your hormones, then thing is going to be wackadoodle. You're going to either have a lack of sex drive that is like, oh, your libido is like, oh, as a man, as a woman. And sometimes our libido change and our hormones change that some women become dry. They become dry as the desert. So what do you do during those times if you are a woman and you're dry as the desert? There's different natural lubrications that you can use to help that process so it's not dry as the desert and that it moisturizes. Again, this is, again, about talking and not being afraid. My thing, if, you, if you're good enough to have sex, then you should be good enough to have, be able to talk about to your partner who you're about to have sex with about your body and about the changes it's going through. So they'll understand. If you don't communicate, the brain is the most orgasmic function in your body, your brain. When you let loose, ooh, it feels good. When you get up tight, your body's like this. Nothing can penetrate. So relax your mind. Be able to focus and want to express yourself in the most organic way possible with your partner. And talking about it is the most erotic thing that you can do. Okay. It helps your body and it helps your partner. Y'all flow. Looking at a sunset. You know, like I said, there's so many different types of orgasms. I keep going back to that. That you can have. That some are so intense, they're mind-blowing, body-shaking, rump-breaking, all, all that, and then some. And then there's some that are the quiet before the storm. Like it's a slow buildup, and then it's like a volcano, and your body just humps. You know what I mean? So it's really, really important for you, like I said, get to know your partner and your body and the things that you want. So anybody have any questions out there? Because there's different things that, um, that really helps the body, and there's different things that can hinder the body um, if you have some questions, you know. And it's never too early to talk to your your uh, children about this. Like I made it a joke because I didn't want anybody coming that hasn't talked to their kids about sex or what the organs are supposed to look like. I just didn't want any of that flip flams to go down. I wanted them to be in a place of power. And I definitely uh, made sure that I sat my children, and I let them know that it was natural, natural thing that you can do. It's nothing nasty or bad. That is the first thing that we need to erase, that sex is bad, and sex is only to procreate. Sex is not that sex has a beautiful energy and a spiritual connection, not only to yourself and your partner, but to the 
the spiritual realm itself when you're actually doing that. It connects you. And it can also, sex can also ground you. It can, when you're not having, it balances you. So you have to have a good balance of um, sex when you can, mean it appropriately. So knowing what is appropriate and what is not appropriate is very important, as I was saying. Just it, it's healthy. Um, now, some people have some fetishes. Now, that's other thing, kinky. You know, kinky, they call it fetishes. Some people, I mean, that's okay. Don't get real. Some people like to have sex with women, like I said, I'm gonna be explicit, where they are really not, they're having sex, their fetish is basically to put their penis between a woman's breasts and that sex. And it's seen done in pornos, but maybe it's the friction for men. I'm not quite sure, but that gets some men going. Some women, you know, might like have their clitoris blown on for them. It's different ways to appeal to people's things of of being, of how to get them turned on. Some is just a touch. Some is just a rub. Some um, women, back in the day when we were kids, you know, they was, it was this game called Catch a Girl, Get a Girl. And what they did is basically they would be dry humping, um, basically with your clothes on. You're basically grinding. Or, you know, you slow dance in the, in the basement, like they used to say, and you get your feel on, stuff like that. That gets your hormones going. Um, I don't think they do that anymore. I don't know if they do that anymore. I don't even think they did that during my kids' time. I don't know. I'm out of, out of touch. Um, I was not ready to go to those parties. But I see them on TV from time to time back in the day where the parents would talk about going to the basement, and that's what they did. And they did spin the bottle, you know. So that in itself is a another aspect. But I just want you to know sex is beautiful. And I want you to try maybe, you know, what do you know about your body to make you feel good that you can offer your partner? That means man or woman. A man, if you know your body, you can tell a woman what she needs to do or how to do what makes you, you know, come, whether it needs to be a soft or a hard or it needs to be a massage or a pull or what. You know, a woman, same thing. Do you need a soft or a pull or a blow or, uh, you know, or a suck or what? What gets you humming is most important when you're engaging in something beautiful. There are things that I work with my couples on that I've worked with my couples on when they're procreating, doing a ceremony of them bringing in new life into this world. And I have them do certain things in ceremony. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. They probably go all the way now, drugs. <laughs> Girl, 
I, I was love, okay. I, I didn't think that dry humping was tame. I thought it was just really out there. I'm hoping. I want to, I think we need to educate our children on oral fixation because they've had oral fixation since they were babies, meaning they went from sucking the breast or sucking a bottle to a pacifier to a lollipop to a candy. I'm just saying. There's different things that people do. And oral sex needs to be taught properly and educated because I didn't want my children get information off the street because it's not done right and they're not being educated. So I'm a reader. I'm a researcher. I want to ask. I want to know. I talked to Dr. Kramer who um, said he's the inventor of lingam massage. I don't know if that's true or not. From what I understand, and in India, they have other things. In uh, Tibet, they have other things. But um, he's the one, I guess, cornerstone or corner marker or whatever it is to make it well-known here in the West. But uh, we talk about everybody, you know, blowjob. Do you know how to do a blowjob? Um, some of us were not educated very well, and we got our education maybe from porn or from our friends because we were not someone did not sit down with us and talk with us the proper way. Some men do not know how to actually give a woman orgasm with their tongue and their mouth. Some men only can use their hands, you know, some men can just use their penis. Some men don't even know where the blasted G-spot is. And believe it, girls, men have a G-spot too, okay? They too. They be gushing all over the place just like we do. But the thing is, take time and find out, is her G-spot in the front? Is her G-spot in the back? Where's his G-spot at? Is it to the front, to the back, to the side? Where's his G-spot at? And how to get to it? And what do you use? You see, I'm doing all this. I'm used to doing teaching this in the class. <laughs> but getting back to the partners, as I was saying, I have them create an organic atmosphere. I was not in there when they were doing the do. We just went over some preliminary things. That was their homework, what they had to do to engage, and they reported back their success. And the goal was because I, for the person to get pregnant and infertility issues because their mind was so much pressure on getting pregnant, so many things that I wanted to take it from that and make sex exciting. Live out of fantasy. So I'm, I mean, it's nothing wrong with living out of fantasy of maybe, you know, him being a doctor and you being a nurse, you know, something like that. Or him being a patient and you being a nurse and you washing them up. These are just some things that you can engage in that helps the body and your partner's relationship. I'm just saying. It gives it that extra twist. Um, and the thing is you can introduce food. Um, women and men, men, they have men edible underwear. I was like, what? Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. 
women, they have edible underwear, as you know, and edible bikinis and edible clothes. They have them. And they have different things that you can introduce. There's this thing called the Sepion, Sibion, Sadion, something. It's this machine that men and women, they say, can use. Um, I don't want to imagine. But it's, uh, I know it's a sand-filled um, kind of machine and has a pointer, um, so there's different things. And there's nothing wrong if you, if you're into anal sex, then that's fine too, but you also want to be cautious. Women, I want to tell you this again, if a man has been anal sex with you, do not let him just take his penis and go straight into your vagina. If you're with someone, make sure they put on a different condom. If they're not using a condom, make sure they wash and clean their penis because sometimes the fecal matter from the anus gets in, and guess what? That's introducing your body to something else, and guess what? Well, well, infection says, hello, here I come, and you don't need that besides that. And so there's different things that, like I said, you can introduce and just be excited about it. And I can go on because I, I have no problem when it comes to infidelity or explaining and how to get your partner pumped up and how to make it come to a better place not only for you but for him. And not being shy about the, the stuff. Don't be afraid of your sexuality. Sibion, okay. See, I just, oh, Sibion machine. There you go. I had to, I, I knew it was a sex machine. That's all I knew. Um, and also, women, not all dildos are the same. Um, men, not all, I forgot what that cuppy, the cuppies are not the same. They're all different. Try them out. And women don't be, you know, that there are actually some people, oh, let me explain this to you. I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it. There are people in Europe that are having sex with a dog. They're born into the relationship. Matter of fact, I see one man, he married his dog. Did you hear me? He married the dog. I wanted to know how in the world that's possible when it was an inanimate object. But this man did. He married his sex dog. And the dog, let me tell you, the dog cost $4,000. $4,000, okay? I'm just saying. To whatever's pleasure. Um, they also have sex dogs for women, too, not just men. They have sex dogs, and the thing about the dogs with the men, they make it any size you want. If you want them with a King Kong dog, you get a King Kong dog. If you want them with a little little Tweety Bird pecker, you have a Tweety Bird pecker. And the same thing with the women. They they different. Every vagina is not the same, just like not every penis is not the same. And you should not be afraid if someone has a something out of your norm. Um, penises are different. Vaginas are different. You're going to find, and they have different feelings, reactions to how they're touched and how they, 
this goes into sexology, some of the sacred sex classes I've taken, and we talked about that. Some women come faster, some women don't come faster, some women it takes a long buildup, some women it's out the gate. Some men are ready to go and some men are not. Now, a lot of women, oh, they're marrying spirits too. Oh, well, spirit, some spirits will drain you of your energy. I'm sorry, um, just saying somebody in there, giving talk, I know people are like, what in the world? I'm going back. So going back to this engaging part of your body in sacred sexuality is understanding also what is your preference. Is it to be with a partner? Is it is it um something like I'm sorry, I'm looking at my timing. Okay. Is it something like hmm you you like by yourself? Some people can be absent and with themselves really abstinent with their self and not have sex. I don't know how they do it, but they do. They don't have to have sex at all. Or, and I think maybe their body shut down, their hormones are not working, and that's okay. That's some people. Um, another thing is some people need a triad. Some people need a community. Uh, to basically, and it's not just sex, it's connecting and having partners. And I'm not talking about an orgy where you go together and they're just having sex on the walls or sex in the bathroom or sex there and sex there. I mean, these people, there's different forms of relations that you'll study and you'll know where you fit in. Some people are made to be monogamous. And some people are not, and you got to respect that. Because, number one, I'm going to say this to you, you're not getting to bed with that person. That's none of your business. So what they choose to do in their bedroom is them, and how they do it is them. It's not your business. And some people are spiritually inclined to be with more than one person, and that is their energy. And some people are not. Um, that's from courses of studying, and it has nothing to do, oh, they are freak. It's not that. It's just that they need those people in them in their life to counterbalance that. We will talk more about poly relationships because there's different forms of poly relationships, and if you go on my thing, on my uh podcast or YouTube, you'll find I talked to a person that actually had a swingers club that he was online. We talked to, I actually went and went there to, to, to his club and talked to him and decided to do an interview. Sometimes this actually helps save marriages because say this partner, their partner is actually in the end state and they actually have cancer. People on Blog Talk Radio, if you're listening, you want to go over to YouTube, and the description is in the box. Um, you might want to go over there and battle over there. 
So let me play this little music for them so we can go out. But I'm not going out yet. I'm going to expand on this a little bit more. Um, we're going to just say goodnight. So Welcome to Food Alchemy Network and you taking the time to relax with us. I want to wish you a blazing, blissful, wonderful time of return. I want to show you my appreciation from my heart for you taking the time out of your day and keeping me company on this reign of knowledge of to the other galactic, to the other side of the universe. Thank you for being part of Food Alchemy Network. Food Alchemy Network thanks you and the guests. I thank you for allowing me to sit in a seat and accompany you and share your source of information and giving it your most highest, supreme understanding, understanding, overstanding, and all of that above. So thank you, my illustrious guests. Food Alchemy would not be anything without you, my audience. Stay tuned, come back, and we hope to show you a rocking good time on Food Alchemy Network.